Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 130.0. Oh, this is Adit Kapadia and together with me, Sunanda Vashisht. How are you doing, Sunanda? Good. Thank uh, you very much. Pramod is still missing, but he'll be back soon. We are very pleased to have with us Nirva Mehta joining from my hometown of Ahmedabad. Uh, Nirva is an author and columnist and she's written on various issues. Uh, her review of Rana Ayub's book particularly went viral on social media. So we are great to have, uh, we're very happy to have Nirva on Mind podcast welcome nirva hello yeah and uh, uh, uh and, and I, I hope she's not too angry we were trying to record and we had a technical glitch so but now we're back so uh first of all uh it'll, it's 13th august today and a lot of people this is our going to be our last podcast before 15th august we'll still be back next week so we wanted to wish everyone in india very happy independence day uh 70 years young and yes. a long long way ahead um, and nothing happy was bir- happy birthday india happy happy, birthday. happy independence day um, nothing was more symptomatic f- about a long way ahead than what happened in gorakhpur this week exactly so that- exactly exactly um yeah as we say that uh, we like to say that um, a young country and an old civilization uh, but um, our 70 year old republic has a long way to go as adit said what happened in gorakhpur was heartbreaking i am sure all of our um, listeners know by now the tragedy that unfolded in um, gorakhpur about 60 children died in 5 days and 3 um, i mean in 32 out of them in just um, a short span of 24 hours in a criminal negligence um, completely preventable deaths they were all afflicted with um, encephalitis and these children were um, in brd hospital in gorakhpur from the reports that i have seen and from the ground reports that have been coming into the mine newsroom it it seems that there was some um, oxygen uh, you know oxygen cylinders were not available it was almost as if their um, you know life force was taken away from these children because uh, hospital apparently could not for 2 hours provide um, oxygen cylinders to the children i can't even imagine anything like that happening children dying because they cannot breathe this is this is a huge huge blot on us and uh, it speaks a lot about public health issues and it speaks a lot about the rot that has set especially in uttar pradesh and eastern part of uttar pradesh i do want to let our readers uh, listeners know that encephalitis has eastern uttar pradesh has been in grip of encephalitis for last 3 decades this is not new the deaths there are not new just do a simple google research and you will see every year how many children we lose to um, this disease that that can be eradicated so so so, so nirva your first thoughts on what happened I think it's really, really tragic. I think it's about time to make people accountable. And uh, uh, room was not built in a day, so uh, let's not play the blame game here. Let's uh, 
let's not go, you know ask for Modi's resignation or Yogi's resignation and let's just make sure that such things never happen again. Let's try to make sure that people don't have to die because of non-payment of oxygen cylinder. I think that's really ridiculous thing. Uh, ridiculous um, reason for uh, anybody to die. Actually, I agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine non-payment of oxygen cylinders? I mean, just let that sink in. No, just bureaucratic uh, uh, muddle that they're in. Apparently, they have been sending uh, invoices for the last six months. They've been sending invoices. The invoices were not getting cleared. So, then the uh, chairman no, or let, the yeah, let, had cleared it five days ago. Panch din bili ni pancha. Crazy. Let's 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 face what it is. First of all, let's the bucks does stop with the chief minister. But there is also the fact that there is the chief minister has been in office for the four four months or something, and he was elected with such a big majority to eradicate this rot in the system. Exactly. So um, it is the onus is on him not to just make statements, but to fix accountability where it's necessary. Yeah. So. And I would like to say, as I said, there are long term things that need to be done and short term things that need to be done. Long term things that, you know, as a society, the um, scientific community and uh, everyone else, we need to fight. We need to eradicate encephalitis. If polio can be eradicated, there is no reason why encephalitis cannot be eradicated. But that is a long term thing that is all related to the hygiene and the lifestyle and everything. That is a long term thing that is part of the Swachh Bharat campaign and everything. But the short term, the corruption that led to this, the uh, negligence that led to this, there should be some some heads should roll. And it should so be a two, message that this will not be tolerated. Uh, there are two parts to and I'm coming to you Nirva in just a second. There are two parts to this debate. First part is the eradication of disease itself. And the second thing is ki if the kids are suffering from it, then adequate hospital care should be provided. And that is where the second part is what it was the most troubling. The first part is of course very troubling but the second part was what was on full display but we were talking about reactions to this right so nirva was we were just discussing about like some reaction where she reactions to this were very shocking i mean you know they were kids for god's sake Maybe. so what were you uh, telling me about that nirva before the podcast i think a uh, couple of uh, handles which are predominantly motivating handles it's okay to hate your prime minister it's it's uh it's fine it's democracy Hmm. But don't make the death of 72 children a joke. Hmm. It's uh, it's not uh, satire to make fun of children and comparing their death to cows and cow urine or tricolor or nationalism or Vande uh, Matram, Bharat Matam. Shamshan, Shamshan it's and not Pakistan. children who died to the parents who are still coming uh, to terms that they just lost their children because of lack of oxygen. Hmm. It's not fair them. No, absolutely. Yeah, like how how a family deals with tragedy is their personal prerogative. But if people think that it's funny to make jokes about someone's kid dying, I mean, I I don't know what to make of it. So or to score political goals. That's just. 
हाँ मतलब सुनंदा है ना रनिंग विद हैंडल सुनंदा यू वांट टू टेल व्हाट हैपेंड या आई मीन आई यूजुअली डोंट डिग्निफाई दिस पीपल विद एनी काइंड ऑफ रिस्पोंसेस बट व्हाट रियली ड्रॉ मी दैट डे वाज येस्टरडे वाज अ पिक्चर ऑफ योगी आदित्यनाथ विद स्मॉल लिटिल चिल्ड्रन इन द पिक्चर द पिक्चर वर देयर एंड सीमिंगली योगी आदित्यनाथ टेलिंग देम डोंट ब्रीथ टू मच और समथिंग बिकॉज़ यू हैव टू सेव ऑक्सीजन फॉर अदर पीपल हु आर चैंटिंग वंदे मातरम व्हाट गॉट टू मी वाज द picture of children real children in that photo it just just you know something screamed in me uh, inside and i called him out i said this is not satire this is satire is a work of art and you are free to use your satire against all elected officials but don't put pictures in there um, in those photographs hmm. and of course he just um, you know sort of challenged me where have you called out on yogi adityanath which i showed him and uh, where i had actually blamed the administration and um, true to the liberal leftist world he just uh, he, had he said, said he would delete his account, account. he deleted his tweets instead he deleted his tweets directed to me instead but he is not important let's hmm. not dignify him on this mind podcast but what i want to say is and what nirva has been saying very eloquently is that this is this is just terrible you know do not score your political goals over dead bodies of little babies Hmm. No, and, and what is the way, so Nirva? What do you think is the way forward on this? Um, see, I'm no expert, no medical expert, no political expert, no policy expert. But no, no, as a lay uh, person, I think I would want there to be uh, proper accountability. Let's not quickly uh, try to sack people and get someone else because I don't think it's the right thing to sack. Uh, people who know the system in the middle of a drug crisis. Mm. Um, mm. But yes, hold people accountable. Just make sure that such things, the racism, the bribes, everything stops, and people and children are not killed again. Absolutely, and and and, and you know, l- l- let's wait for. I mean, things to you know get a. The first priority should be other kids who are affected by it. They should be given appropriate treatment right now, because ये तो बात सिर्फ गोरखपुर में हुई है. There are other villages and places also where they are affected. Yes. But but Sunanda, before we wrap up this part, I wanted to ask you about what is this Dr. Khan's controversy that's happening on social media? Today? Yes, and I I actually followed it yesterday. Hmm. Um, while this controversy. he was raging dna and that's what i saw first and i believe it was dna that broke the news suddenly carried a report about a doctor who um, you know hailing him as a hero because when the hospital was um, getting um, the supplies he once he understood that the supplies are thinning he went to the nearby um, nursing homes and he brought oxygen cylinders from there and the story said that because of him some lives were saved otherwise we Would have had a bigger number of fatalities, and everyone, even I, was like, "I said, what a wonderful man! That is so good." But it seems that the media had never done mainstream media, which is typical of them, had not done any background research on this mm. man. They had not found what was really going on. Somebody must have told them this story. Chapti, no one, no one did any research on this particular human being. It was some um, very, um, you know, um, alert. 
Twitter handles who did some research on him and he found out that he is a charge shitter, a, a habitual offender. It now seems the entire report hasn't come out. They are still finding out. He has he has been dismissed by the... He has oh been my sacked. Good, my good friend, I think Bhavin Jadav also Bhavin did Jadav this. did this thing. He has already been um, sacked by the um, UP government. That is for sure. But now it seems that he was also... Because he was a government... Um, of, I mean, uh, he was the head of NICU there. But he was also uh, running his private enterprise, private hospitals or something. And it seems that some cylinders were directed from Crazy. the hospital to his uh, nursing room. This is a developing story, um, ladies and gentlemen. We are still finding out what he is. As of now, we have found out that this fake heroism which was um, you know put oh, on him saying, patriot, put, yeah, put, put on him was false we know that for sure he has been dismissed what his um, uh, you know what is what, what he did we still need to know and as the days pass by we yeah. will uh, nirva any thoughts on this dr khan controversy if you followed it i tried to follow it a little but it is very confusing hmm. and uh, it's, it's, it's shocking the way he was now some people like not all heroes wear capes but then not all who wear capes are also yeah. so let's not jump to conclusions let's not call him a hero or a villain too so let's see let's wait for the facts to come out uh, yeah. no absolutely I agree absolutely. and that's what our position is as well I was just shocked to see people like this Barca and others just making yeah, exactly as Nirva says let's not be in a hurry to call people heroes or villains both or heroes or villains so interesting discussion on Gorakhpur this is again a developing story what happened is tragic and before you go to sleep guys take a moment and keep the parents the children children affected from encephalitis in your prayers and you know spare a moment and think about what the parents have gone through no parent should have faced this some kids are as old as a few days i mean it's tragic, tragic. it's very tragic so um, we move on to the uh, other parts of the main podcast now we will talk about the news of the week in a minute before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So, um, <laughs> a very interesting thing happened in uh, Gujarat. This was only a week ago, Sunanda. If you, I mean, as shocking as it seems. I know, the news cycle moves so fast these days. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 Amit Shah gave uh, Ahmed Patel uh, nightmares. Uh, basically, what happened was, to give a recap to everyone, uh, there was a Rajya Sabha elections of Gujarat and BJP named two nominees first, Amit Shah and Smriti Irani, who were easily going to be confirmed because they needed 46 votes. Congress had named Ahmed Patel, which technically should have been confirmed because Congress had 57 seats. Now, out of the 57, six people resigned. And Mr. Shankar Singh Vaghela, the most fascinating politician of Gujarat uh, and probably of one of the most fascinating politicians of India, uh, announced a rebellion against Congress leadership. Uh, one of his loyalists, Balwan Singh Rajput, who was the whip of the Congress in the Assembly, resigned and then became the BJP candidate against Ahmed Patel. Uh, Ahmed Patel needed 46 votes to win and then there was a large-scale rebellion. So Congress, uh, in its great wisdom, flew 44 MLAs to Karnataka, uh, at Mr. D.K. Sivakumar's resort, to uh, the, from there to Anand eventually. Now what happened was on the day of the Rajasabha polls, uh, Ahmed Patel got 44 um, 
वोट्स उसमें से एक वॉज फ्रॉम द गाय फ्रॉम बीजेपी हु वॉज अर्लियर विथ जी पी पी बट देन ही वॉज ऑलवेज बीजेपी रेबल हुड वन जे डी यू एम एल ए किसी को पता नहीं उसने कहाँ वोट किया वो खुद कह रहा है कांग्रेस को वोट किया नीतीश कुमार गिव एम फॉर बीजेपी एंड वॉट हैपन वॉज टू अदर वोट्स विच कुड हैव गॉन टू अगेंस्ट अहमद पटेल बेसिकली दे शोड देर वोट्स टू शक्ति सिंह गोयल और समथिंग एंड कांग्रेस वन टू द इलेक्शन कमीशन विच सेट दैट यू कैनॉट शो योर वोट्स टू समन सो दैट वोट्स बिकेम इन वैलिड एंड दैट्स वाई योर द स्ट्रेंथ टू विन केम डाउन टू फोर्टी फोर आफ्टर विच अहमद पटेल वन इफ इट वॉज फोर्टी सिक्स दिस टू वुड हैव गॉन टू बीजेपी वन ऑफ द एन सी पी वोट्स द सन ऑफ संतोक बेन जाडेजा वोटेड फॉर बीजेपी सो इट वुड हैव बीन अ रन ऑफ वेर अहमद पटेल वुड हैव लॉस्ट so um uh, do you i mean are you guys already short of breath this is all happened in 24 hours so nirva your first thoughts on what happened i think my first thought my my i've been following the gujarat elections and updates since uh, beginning of the year uh, when shankar ji wadela started his uh, uh, you know his mad uh, ending कि आज मैं कांग्रेस में हूँ पैसा किसको पता आई थिंक दैट वॉज द बेस्ट हग लाइफ एवर शंकर सिंह वाघेला गेव गुजरात कांग्रेस रन फॉर देर मनी बिकॉज ही इज द ओनली नोन फेस वन ऑफ द ओनली नोन फेस इन गुजरात कांग्रेस वेरी क्रेडिबल लीडर द अदर इज बींग शक्ति सिंह गोहेल वन ऑफ द रीजन वाई अहमद पटेल एंडेड ऑफ विनिंग देर इज भरत सिंह सोलंकी हु दान ऑफ माधव सिंह सोलंकी हु गॉट इन द खाम थियरी इन गुजरात इन द एटीजेड ओवर दन ऑफ द वर्स्ट ट्राइव गुजरात का डाइवर्सिटी इन द एटीज एटीज विच स्टार्टेड एज इंटर कास्ट ट्राइव एंड देन स्पैरल इन टू इंटर रिलीजियस ट्राइव सो गुजरात कांग्रेस वॉज एनी वे ऑन अ वेरी वीक यू नो Hmm. What we say? Ah uh, no, and 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 also like we we just to add to what Nirva was saying, the other two leaders are Arjun Modhwari and Siddharth Patel. Siddharth Patel being the son of Chiman Bhai Patel, who I don't think has won an election in the last fifteen or twenty years. So yes, Chiman Bhai Patel also ruled when Mo that Latif was the Latif the gangster was around. Hmm. Hmm. So the Latif yes. Latif was around till ninety seven when he was encountered uh, during I think. Ah, uh, uh, that. Uh-huh. that was the time BJP came to power on the flank of we we'll get rid of Latif from Ahmedabad. Huh. Yeah. And most people don't know. I think uh, Nirva, you correct me if I'm wrong. When Latif was encountered, it, the Vaghela government was in power, right? Mm, no, Babu. हाँ मतलब हाँ बापू ओनली वॉज इन पावर ना वाघेला वॉज इन राष्ट्रीय जनता पार्टी वॉज इन पावर आई थिंक बापू और दिलीप परिख आइर और वॉज द चीफ मिनिस्टर ऑफ गुजरात आई डोंट रिमेम्बर एक्जैक्टली इन नाइनटी सेवन बिकॉज इट हैपन इन नाइनटी सेवन बट एनी वेज दैट इज ऑल सेकेंडरी द मेन थिंग इज बेसिकली वाघेला टू दिस डेट स्टिल रिमेन्स एन आर एस एस मैन एंड ही वॉज सॉर्ट ऑफ अ मिसफिट इन कांग्रेस बिकॉज यू हैड ऑल दीज कोट एंड कोट लीडर्स हू रिप्रेजेंटेड सर्टन कास्ट्स और वेल फेल्ड डायनेस्ट्स and together in between them comes this mass leader who refuses to go to delhi mm. although he was a minister of textile he did not i and i'm this is no i'm no apologies for bapu i think there were some serious corruption charges and stuff against him also and he, why did wagela join congress hmm? why did wagela join congress because of one man narendra modi, narendra modi. <laughs> 
गांधीनगर सीट सो वो वो था उनका वो एंड वो भी था कि इन टू थाउजेंड फोर्टीन वेन मोदी बिकेम द प्राइम मिनिस्टर शंकर सिंह वाघेला प्रॉबली गेव द मोस्ट इमोशनल एंड द बेस्ट सेंड ऑफ आई हैव सीन लाइक हाँ इन द गुजरात असेंबली थोड़ा एक दो गाइड्स भी थे उसमें बट फिर भी अच्छा था वो यू कैन सेंस कि यू नो दिस इज नॉट समबडी लॉन्ग टाइम एंड वॉट इट फाइनली मीन्स फॉर गुजरात पॉलिटिक्स चेक आउट दैट पीस यू नो वेन एवर आदित राइट्स ऑन गुजरात आई लीव एवरीथिंग एंड आई रीड दैट फर्स्ट हीज रिटन अ फिनल यू नो कॉमेंट्री ऑन दैट निर्वा गो है so i think uh, while not many politicians may have the authority to say that to modi go to his mother and cry in her lap mm. uh, many might say but it is probably bapu who is the only one who means it mm. uh, who or who meant it the way yeah. it was said yeah yes. i agree no no absolutely and, uh, but i think uh, so while male get a lot of weight uh, for saying this but i think in a way it's good that uh, patel won one Hmm. I'll tell you why. Hmm. Couple of reasons. We know that we shattered. You know, they we the Congress is completely sh- shaken up. Hmm. 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 Second thing, uh, because the uh, because the BJP did not win her seat. Hmm. We know that twenty seventeen uh, November elections are not to be taken for granted. Ah. Absolutely. So what you are saying you is that this saves BJP from complacency and everything. Mm-hmm. But you have been shaking the Gujarat as a state 
uh, you will take in Gujarat as a state very very lightly and taken for granted. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we don't have Modi here anymore. Modi is not going to be the chief minister of Gujarat ever again. Hmm. And neither is Amit Shah. Have had we've had two years of Anandi Ben Patel, which did not go that great. <coughs> Uh, people were not very happy with her uh, governance. And that's putting it mildly. One year of, huh? I was like, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> yes, putting it mildly and being politically correct here. Mm. <laughs> but uh, one year of Vijay Rupani, which has been decently good. Mm. Uh, but we have a lot of challenges here. There are a lot of issues which will be raised up in next four months. The BJP and the government need to have the answers. People have a lot of questions. And they have been taking Gujarat for granted. It is not going to be an easy win. Um, this is so interesting, so, um, Nirva, what you say, and it's always good to hear voices from the ground because you say, Adit says this all the time, and you say it because you are there, you are watching everything that is happening. Because to everyone outside Gujarat, the common thread is, Are Gujarat to jiti lenge. But mm. it's very interesting to hear your insight to say that don't take it, you know, don't be complacent, is what you're saying. That, you know, if you are complacent, then, um, you know, Gujarat is not not something that you will get is that what you're saying yeah okay that that's a phenomenal insight it's, it's, yeah. no I, I don't even it's think going to be oh, an sorry. easy cakewalk okay. it's not going to be a cakewalk you will have to work hard yes it is 20 years of anti-influence Gujarat is uh, the BJP is in the <laughs> yeah, BJP is in power since 1998 this is yeah. this is the, this is going the to be the 19th year, year. Yeah. and um Although this is the fourth chief minister, one of them ruled for 11 years. Yeah. Or no, not yeah, even 11, 14 years. 14 years. 12 years. Or tw- tw- ha, uh, 13 years, sorry. Mm. 2001 to 2014. So it was it was, it was was a long time, a period of relative stability. What shocks me is, and I have traveled to parts of Saurashtra also last time when I was there, uh, in February, this was not too long ago, that in Saurashtra there is some disenchantment. The only problem is that the Congress leadership in Gujarat is so incompetent, probably the most incompetent it has ever been in the history of the state. I mean, yes, I agree. You know, this is what I called them in my piece, and I'm going to do a, a, a I'm going to say quote from there. But this is what it is that um, uh, I mean, you know, they don't have a leader to fight Narendra Modi and Amit Shah, and um, at, at this point, they uh, they are basically bereft of an agenda with minimal political base and terrible public speaking. So they look like a bunch of incoherent bumpkins who jump in unison whenever uh, one of the Gandhis comes from Delhi. Me, 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 I'm more loyal, you know, I mean, this is like this. So, uh, is is your opinion about the Congress leadership similar, Nirva, on this? I think uh, Congress in Gujarat, uh, so except for the four known faces which have been around since time immemorial, hmm. uh, they have nothing. The 44 MLAs which were taken to uh, Bangalore, hmm. I have never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Never, never. And one of them, I, I was so excited when I heard of one Bola by Gohil, one of those whose votes was uh, um, considered invalid. He escaped. Oh, he, he escaped so and then he said he went out to get after. medicines. <laughs> that is like the coolest thing ever. Like after Shankar Bapu, he was my second favorite leader of Gujarat. Uh, very interesting, very interesting points. Nirva, so what were you saying about the Bodabai Patel thing? 
from Saurashtra. When before they were all flown to Bengaluru, he actually escaped from the secret location. <laughs> and I think that is the most thug life ever. After Shankarpani Bapu, he is my second favorite leader from Congress. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't he say something about medicines or something? He wore any guy? I forgot. Something like that. The Congress even uh, gave one MLA who went after they were brought back to Aran. One of them went to get the medicine, <laughs> and then there was news update that they came back. <laughs> विजय रूपानी गवर्नमेंट हैज वेरी वेरी डिफिकल्ट इलेक्शन दिस इज प्रोबेबली गोइंग टू बी मोर इनहेरेंटली मोर डिफिकल्ट मोदी डिड लाइक टेन ट्वेल्व रैलीज अ डे Yeah. I mean, I I don't know, and I don't know if see the only advantage that BJP has is BJP is very strong in urban cities, urban centers. In Gujarat is about forty percent urban, and BJP gets like an eighty ninety percent strike rate in those seats. If Congress brings BJP down to fifty sixty percent, BJP is in real trouble, real trouble. Um, and and then there are other issues also that are BJP raked up like there is the Dalit agitation. Yes, yes. And there are fifth way issues. There are a lot of issues which the government does not have. And and, and and so when people say a lot of BJP supporters will say that अरे one fifty seats तो गुजरात तो दे ही देगा भाई नहीं दे सकता one fifty seats you have to नहीं. even It's Modi in his prime did not manage one fifty. Um, yeah, Kashmir. The military ops are having a tremendous success. In fact, um, Finance Minister and Defence Minister Arun Jaitley uh, gave a statement today that um, you know. I still don't know why he's both. <laughs> I don't know. That's another. That's a <clears throat> debate for another day. But he gave a statement that uh, uh, in Kashmir. lot of terrorists are feeling very squeezed right now and squeezed is the right word they are truly feeling squeezed um the hizbul mujahideen commander ittu who was um, cornered today and encountered um uh, you know so that is a huge success for the security forces after musa so what is happening right now is that if you remember they were having these um issues with local people supporting the terrorists so for a while that happened army and um uh, security forces crpf and they just adopted a zero tolerance um policy on that they said anybody who is helping the terrorists is a overground supporter of terrorists period with that they have had some success um you have to remember that kashmir is going through a uh, extremely troublesome period we have not have been able to have an election there in anantnag seat so that's 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 pretty terrible um on the political front mm. but on um 
um, you know military front on the security front we are having a lot of success but also you have to remember what is happening the churn that is happening in Kashmir for the first time in my living memory there is a discussion on article 35a that has never happened in Kashmir that has never people are actually and it's, it's very interesting that um, Kashmiris Kashmiri Muslims who have denounced India and who have denounced Indian constitution are now swearing by constitution and saying article 35a is in the constitution you have to protect it mm -hmm. so this is a very interesting contradiction that here you don't want to be with India you call India a um, imperial force you don't the same but at the same time now you are harking back to the constitution and you're saying because 35a is in that India needs to follow its constitution so very interesting um, debate I don't know what is going to happen of 35a I personally and this is a very uh, um, people are not going to like this but I don't think anything is going to come out of this debate in Modi's first term at least another three four years no but, but I'm so the, delighted the, the, the that important thing hard. the important thing is there is a debate so Nirva your yeah. thoughts on what's happening in Kashmir I honestly have no idea. I have not been following up on Kashmir debate. Hmm. So I'm really sorry, but I don't have any input on this. Ha, no, I, I just thought interesting. Like it was Sunanda, that's why I wanted Sunanda just to give an update because Hoka, there is some churning happening. We don't Huge know what. churning um, that yeah. is happening. In uh, You will see the local newspapers <clears throat> full of op-eds on um, Article 35A. And it's interesting that they're actually speaking in support of Indian constitution. Something ha, they have never supported I, I really before. I, I really so, want Shujat Bukhari to come on the street. Yeah, so so this is this is a very I'm telling you something may or may not happen, but that churn is so important because a lot of so younger a friend of mine, yeah. a friend of mine uh, actually okay, man, they're not a friend. My fiance, I'm getting married in December. Oh, congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> Is this breaking news on mine podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news, Nirva Gupta, uh, Nirva Mehta, ready to be. What is wrong with you and the last names? I know, I don't know. Sorry, Nirva Mehta has just announced on Mind Podcast that uh, she is going to have a change of status pretty soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> congratulations, hearty uh, congratulations. We're very happy for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So uh, they have a travel agency upstairs in Delhi. They are inbound travel agents, and uh, they. Uh, but he keeps telling me how uh, in last three years the tourism in in Kashmir has been cut off drastically. True. Uh, so uh, owing to that, uh, because of the terror attacks and all, so tourism has been uh, very slow up there in Kashmir. Mm. And that is their lifeline. One of the reasons. Yes, and I think one of the reasons now they are trying to, they are probably warming up to being part of, you know, India rather. Mm. Uh, accepting that they are part of India itself could be that. Yeah. Uh, jab, oh. the, the, the old joke, when you read it, everything is clean. Yeah. But this is, so as I said, yeah. telling me about the Kashmir and tourism issues in Kashmir, which is the like... The, Tourism is the only industry in Kashmir. Yes. No, tourism and terrorism. So, three years have been really tough for them. I think maybe that could be the reason. No, One of the reasons. No, what I was saying, Nirva, there are two industries in Kashmir. Tourism and terrorism. <laughs> and hypocrisy. So, <laughs> no, hypocrisy to matlab Latians shuru hoti hai na? So okay, let's talk about talking about Latians. Okay, this is one thing which I you know in all these things that has happened in the last two days, especially with Gorupur, I forgot to mention on the Mind podcast. Narendra Modi in the Rajya Sabha did a brilliant takedown of Hamid Ansari. 
the outgoing vice president of India. I mean, four minutes, four minutes, I mean, 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 I no, in in ka wo tha na ki matlab tehzeeb se mara na so so that is the that is the wo, wo the thing because the left Nothing always the left always associates right with this over the top uh, shouting and stuff like that this is their language he rebutted them in their language so yeah. and, 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 and to paraphrase what he said was ki aap west asia se rahe to aapka usi daire mein kaam raha hoga you worked with minorities ha to fir aap yahan pe aaye to usko aap apne daire se bahar aane ki koshish ki hogi and that is what stung them what what so, we Alluded to uh, Narendra Modi was that you have never been able to st- uh, rise above your fault lines, above your communal fault lines, Hindu, Muslim, even as the vice president of the country, you've never been able to think of India as a whole. Hmm. That is what he was alluding to, and that is what, and that is the fact, and that has um, hit him. Uh, uh, sorry, Nirva, you were saying something? No, no. Uh, so uh, 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 Jaggi I think had a piece on first post long time ago that's what he said that you know is he's, he's exactly what uh, Modi described him or what you said yeah. and stuff so. so our own S. Sudhir Kumar wrote a phenomenal takedown of no no uh, first time Nirva, Nirva yeah. have you seen the interview that Hansari gave to Karan Thapa no no not yet so you must read Sudhir Kumar's piece that's on Mindmaker on this and you will not believe Ansari they started off the interview with a question saying uh, does Modi wish you on your birthdays? <laughs> so the first question really that Karan Thapar the question that was pressing in hmm. the mind of Karan Thapar was that you've had three birthdays since uh, Modi um, took over hmm. has he personally wished you on every birthday and Ansari said yes he wished me twice on a third birthday he was not in no, the I was hoping at the end of the interview Ansari would have said that why do you still wear a bow tie I know <laughs> no but I'm shocked that um, Karan Thapar didn't ask him gift kya diye birthday pe gift kya mila birthday pe gift kya diye are my such such moral bankruptcy no this is this goes at par with Amartya Sen right Amartya Sen ke whenever they interview Sagarika Ghosh once interviewed Amartya Sen she started they were talking about education but they started with AAP win in, AAP's win in New Delhi then Narendra Modi and no one ever asked him about what the scams in Nalanda University yeah. so um, I, I don't know so anyways uh, what do you make of Ansari's tenure, Nirva? And what Modi said to uh, him? Honestly, I don't really care. I don't really know what the vice president even does. So much that he was given so much of importance. He is no, no, no. He is the chairman of Rajya Sabha. Every minor election is a test of Modi's name. <laughs> 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 the elections are being live telecast. Hmm, there is BMC polls which are live telecast. One Rajya Sabha seat was live telecast for continuous 24 hours. Hmm, yeah. So everything is suddenly a test of Modi wave. 
no i think also ansari um, and if you see a lot of uh, good quote and quote uh, praise that he received i, I read a piece or somewhere uh, where they said that the good things that ansari did was getting uh, siddharth vardarajan and others into rajya sabha tv and all that neutral journalists like that i don't know who wrote that piece so uh, i'm like uh, hey, sorry no no he karan thapar said that uh, i read it in sudhir kumar's piece only karan thapar said so so um, and i'm like if those are neutral journalists and that's what you are lamenting that rajya sabha tv has lost neutral journalists like siddharth varadarajan mk venu and stuff mm-hmm. that i don't know what to say by the way both of them went and formed the wire and look where to the left wire is yeah. so t- tells you the neutrality or the perception of neutrality that was there when ansari was having but one moment which was the most inglorious moment in ansari's tenure was during the lokpal debate yes when arun jetli was speaking others were speaking he stopped the rajya sabha played vande mataram and adjourned the rajya sabha signed a die at 12 in the night, night. yes and refused and for me that was a huge huge deal breaker yeah so that was the legacy of um, hamid ansari in my opinion mm-hmm. so um that's he must be well read he must be a great diplomat no question about it but then you have to view if the- he is not able to rise above his fault lines even in the post of vice president then that tells you about him and i'll give you one instance pranab mukherjee went out as the president and hamid ansari went out as a vice president look at the difference in coverage both got yes and also look at how um, uh, pranab mukherjee and narendra modi are have always been on the opposite side of ideologies no they've always been on the opposite side <laughs> no, of ideologies but since they he's become prime minister so what i'm saying is that he still had such a such lovely words to ah, say for absolutely. him even though they've been on the opposite, opposite sides of sides ideological of the spectrum ideological spectrum So now we are at my favorite part of the podcast the recommendations. So uh, Nirva what are your recommendations for this week? Uh, any non political thing that you saw, read, watched that you would like to recommend? Uh so it's not a new book it's a uh, it was published probably 50 years back uh, Ashwin Sanghi's the Krishna key. Very interesting. So Ashwin Sanghi's book I just read it a couple of weeks back, and I think it's a very fascinating story. Hmm. Uh, we may or may not believe the things he has written in it hmm. uh, about uh, the symbolism of Taj Mahal and everything else in it. Hmm. Uh, let's, uh, but if we read it with an open mind and just as a part of fiction, it's a very fascinating read. Uh, I, so I have to ask: I, Have you have you read the Rosebud line? I did. When uh, I read it for the first time, I read it a couple of years back when it had just come out. Mm. Didn't really like it. I thought it was ridiculous that Jesus died in India. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I started reading it and I was contemplating, but I'm still going to finish it, even though I don't agree with it or something. But it it's taking me a while to finish. Yeah, it. we may may not agree with it. Uh, but it's still fascinating. Uh, Want to be Indian? Dan Brown. Lot mm. of people say that. Mm. Uh, but uh, having said that, uh, why not? What if Hindu? a uh, religion which you know Hinduism which has so many symbolism anyway huh. what if there is some fact to it you know you never know you never know no and want to be dan want to be dan brown or india's dan and uh, not very uh it didn't track for too long so i think i'd recommend that ha huh. interesting interesting and the dan brown thing was i have also heard that i was just about to say that actually so sunanda your recommendation this week? uh this week has been so last few days have been so sad and so somber and uh, just so tragic and uh, i just take refuge in music whenever such thing happens so i am just going to recommend um i probably have done it before but i'm going to recommend it today again 
Chants of India by Ravi Shankar. It is all on YouTube. If you don't have the, I have the CD, but if you don't have the CD, you can listen to Chants of India, all the ancient chants of India set to tune by Pandit Ravi Shankar himself. Wonderful. This is called Chants of India. If you haven't heard it, you must hear it. These are all our Rig Vedas, Shalokas and from other Shalokas, from other Vedas. Shalokas that we often say but put to tune uh, with Pandit Ravi Shankar. It's yeah, fascinating and it gives you so much peace and with that I pray for the souls of these young babies and the families that now, have gone through so much in Gorakhpur. Now, now I feel like you, are, you should have had the last recommendation mm. because mine is going to sound in, insanely insensitive after this. No but I will but say a lot. I, I, I saw a film yesterday uh, but in a way, I know what your recommendation is. Uh, but actually, it, it addresses, is, it is, this, addresses this problem. It's yeah. called Toiletic Prem Katha. Uh, Akshay Kumar stars in it. First, it's it's a film. It's a nice film. A little too long, but with a good mes message. But um, um, I would like to say it's not a propaganda film. You know, a lot of these people. Uh, I was reading that uh, just. Through the heck of it, I was reading Anna Vettigaard's review and halfway through the review, she forgets she's writing a film review on Modi. Ke ke shuru ho Starts bashing Modi. Haan, matlab, you know, yes, they talk about Swachh Bharat. Yes, there are four or five lines which are favorable to Modi. But you have to look at the film. And again, that's is, this is what I was saying. Ki they expect a, peop, like a, a film that's praising Modi to be over the top, loud and stuff. So when there is a little bit of subtle place thrown in, they're like, this is a propaganda film. It's not. And I think what's bothering a lot of people also is that this probably might do more business than that Harry Sejal nonsense. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything but because this is a quote unquote film with a good message yeah. and stuff and it's more, it's not a really, even though Akshay Kumar is there, he's, it's not really a superstar film but still a film like which doing better. So. Really? I will I will definitely watch that and it uh, sort of weaves in with Swatch India which weaves in with encephalitis, which weaves in with everything that we are dealing with on the eve of 70th Independence Day. So I think that's a great recommendation. Absolutely. So so, uh, so I guess that's a good point to which end the podcast. Uh, Nirva, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed uh, being here as well. <laughs> we loved having you here. Yes, today. it was fun, and thank you for having me around. Thank you, Nirva. Thank you for being with uh, being here. And uh, trust me, my podcast mates a recurring theme. Abhi ek baar aap aage, to you're going to keep calling. You know. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you so much for joining. It was great having you. Thank you, uh, and thank you everyone. We'll be back with more podcasts next week. Thank you.